Week seven, woo! Halfway through the fantasy regular season, he stacks. I'm Cash. It's Monday night. We got the Rams game on. Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Millionaires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited to be with my partner. We're going to call him Mike Cash Collins, though so far I've been the one cashing and stacking. We're talking DFS, but not this week. I was a big loser this week, but not in fantasy football. I'm going to be 6-1 and one in the big money league. Uh, you need David Montgomery to come out of his shell and run for some touchdowns. What What do you got going on tonight? Who's live for you? Uh, I only have the Chicago Bears defense of any consequence. I'm down five with the Bears D starting, so now I'm up by three. But I could lose points. I could lose those points and lose the game. I'm only winning by three points and got the whole game to go. I'm sure the Bears will give up another touchdown. So, yeah, I'm I'm also 0-6 in that league. So, uh, for the big money league, though, I'm good. I've got Robert Woods. Uh, I'm at 80, 181 points. I'm going to be first place. I'm going to win first place prize this week. You know, I'm a little prize pig. What can I say? Uh, it's been a good year so far for, you know, for stacks over here. Yeah, I got a, I got a nail biter going with David Montgomery. He needs to outscore Allen Robinson by, I just need like a touchdown. Hmm. Uh, and then I got Robert Woods needs to get one more catch. That'll happen. I, I win. I th- I hope so. And then I win that game. And then I got uh, Cooper Cup in a couple leagues, and I got Gerald Everett. So, yeah, you know what? You have a lot of players going tonight in in what looks like a really kind of ugly game so far. Uh, you're just being honest with you. <clears throat> Classic Bears, man. This is, you know, if they win this game, uh, you know. They're to me a force to be reckoned with in, in, in the NFC. So yeah, no, I, I agree. We we talked about it last week. Who are our top teams? You know, and uh, uh, the Bears in the NFC. I don't know what to do with them. We talked about it last night just on the phone. If they do win tonight, they're in that top four conversation. I don't know who they bump out. I don't know if they're bumping out uh, the Bucks or the Saints or you know what, what, how it all shakes out. But uh, I, I don't like their offense. Their offense is just kind of Matt Nagy. And so. What? What's your favorite? We're we're halfway through the regular season now. Yeah. What's your favorite thing so far that's happened this year in football, fantasy football? In fantasy football thing? or just football? And, and you could say you could say the DK Metcalf run anything, whatever your favorite thing that's happened so far. Um I would say the DK Metcalf rundown yesterday was straight sizzling fire. I mean, you know, I, I I love that. I watched it today and yesterday online like 50 times. I just watched it a bunch of times. I made my wife watch it. I made my kids watch it. I said, you want to see a grown-ass man chase down another kind of grown-ass man? Check this shit out. It's nuts. And I, I loved every second of it. But I got to say, the Russell Wilson throw. The, just the throw itself to uh, both throws. I'm going to say the touch pass and the and the bomb to Tyler Lockett. I think that those were the most impressive things I've seen in the NFL this year because they happened in the same game, you know, relatively the same time. Um, you know, different periods, uh, 
periods of the game or portions of the game, but, you know, uh, just incredible, the amount of touch, the amount of power, the amount of definite. I mean, it, it blows me away. I could hear Mike Wright in the background saying, with a 6% catch probability, he gets both feet in. You know, uh, it, th- that second or the third touchdown uh, was insane. I could not believe that. And so I got to say Tyler Lockett to me has always been a great player. You and I both got him on our teams many times. He's, he's an amazing player, but uh, he tore, tore the roof off last night in my opinion. I like it. How about you? What, what's impressive? You mine? Here's yeah. mine. So I would say it's not the most ethical. It's not the most moral. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. But no. Maybe the smartest thing I've seen this year was the doctor who stabbed Tyrod Taylor in his lungs. <laughs> right. Yeah. What, what a smart decision. What, what a savant that guy was. Fortune teller. <laughs> Button charms. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I keep thinking about that too as I build my DFS tool each week and I see – yeah, Mr. Taylor sitting there just dormant, and then Herbert in the green, in the green, in the green, in the green every single week. He was the number one scorer uh, in uh, you know, at least DraftKings yesterday for the quarterbacks. He's ridiculous, man. Yeah, he is the truth. I mean, uh, I thought Joe Burrow was a lock for rookie of the year, and I think it's you know, it's a neck and neck race. I mean, they're they're battling it out. Um, Bro has over 400 yards on, you know, Sunday, yesterday. Four touchdowns? I think three. Three touchdowns, one pick, and over 400 yards. So both of those guys are ridiculous. They're going to be – they're going to have great careers. But I don't know, man. If I was repicking, I don't know who I'd want, man. Justin Herbert throws a pretty, pretty ball. Oh, man, he does. And with Keenan Allen there, you know, 25 points yesterday. If you had bonuses, you might have been over that. Uh, he was just raking it in. Keenan Allen, I, I, I got to say, that's one of my biggest misses this year. I think the narrative was that, you know, whether – and really was Tyrod was going to be there, or Tyrod, whatever, uh, Mr. You know, Puncture Taylor himself. You know, he he was not somebody who was going to air it out. That's what the script was. And, and that he doesn't. He doesn't air it out. And his injury, whatever it is, um, puncture. That, that opened the door for Herbert, and Herbert slings it. That guy believes in going downfield. And, and that's what you want to see in a rookie is somebody who's like, I'm going to throw the football. It's so going to be hard. Is it Tyrod? Tyrod. Not Tyrod. 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 They Tyrod yeah. his lungs. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be suing for malpractice if I was Tyrod, you know, honestly. That's I don't very- know, man. I think I think the greatest job in the world is being a backup quarterback in the NFL, dude. You get that nice big contract, and you get to see the games up close. Yeah, no, I'm I I agree. Except when you have to come in, and then your butt fumble, you know, Sanchez, and then you're looking terrible, and the whole world's watching you fall on your face and get destroyed, you know, or, or you're Alex Smith, and you're getting 1.5 fantasy points over a half. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Unless you're in, in and you're playing behind Eli Manning and you know you're not getting in because he didn't miss a game. Yeah, you, you, if you're behind Aaron Rodgers. like Right. Jordan know. Love, great, yeah. great. Clipboard-holding guy, just messing around, tossing. Go to the playoffs, you know, might get, get a, a bonus. bonus. 
Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Now, well, yeah, that's a really good segment because today we are going to talk trades, elevate, mitigate, elevate, mitigate, eviscerate, <laughs> talk a little waiver wire, you know, get into NFL news and three tweets. But, you know, I, I talked to you earlier about maybe not targeting a quarterback in trades. It's hard to trade quarterbacks. It doesn't right. normally happen in leagues. But I got to tell you, if you can trade for Justin Herbert, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Him and or Joe Burrow, both those guys are guys that I want to have on my team the rest of the way. Uh, I was talking to your boy, Money Metal Cakes, uh, yesterday. He's got Joe Burrow. He's going to ride – no, he's got Herbert. He's going to ride Herbert the rest of the year. Uh, and he's got Josh Allen. He's like, I'm not even worried about Josh Allen anymore. He's like, I got, I got Justin Herbert. So uh, he he is uh, in fuego. And their defense, not very good. Not very good. Yeah. They give up points. And that's what you need. You need those – Offenses who are matched with a, a, a an exceptional defense that gives up points. Atlanta, you know, at times this year. Seattle, yeah, Seattle, yeah. Arizona was was giving it up as well in that game to to Tyler Lockett. So yeah, you want these shoots, and and it right. seems like Justin Herbert is in them each week. And I gotta give a shout out to my man Bo who was on that call uh, the last couple weeks pumping Justin Herbert. So you know he he's my first elevate trade for you know <laughs> everything. Uh, in, in the in the world of, of of trading for QBs, any other QBs you'd you'd want to snatch up? I mean, I you know what I like about trying to trade for him too is that he's most likely somebody's number two. You know what I mean? Uh, it, or or they're number one, and then they have another decent quarterback. So yeah. you know, you could make a potential trade offer and and try and get whoever it is. Like I'd trade for Josh Allen. I wouldn't. That's crazy talk to me to start him over Josh Allen, but th- that's how good he's playing. I, you know, my wife has uh, Lamar and Herbert now on a team, and it's like, I don't know, I don't know who to tell you to start right now. Matchup dependent, really. He's red hot, you know. So yeah, he's a good, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, like you said, I think quarterbacks are hard to trade for. Um, yeah, they are. They normally are. But the trade deadline is looming. So here at the Fantasy Millionaires, we are trying to um, help people get better over the next few weeks so that you can, you know, potentially, you know, get into the playoffs. Um, I only have – I have ri- a wide receiver, running back, and tight end. So okay. that's all I have so far. Why don't you you jump off with your running back to target in trades? So we talked about this guy a little bit last week. Um, I, you're you're gonna love all the people I'm trading for. Okay, okay. <laughs> There's gonna be a common theme that emerges here. Um, I would like right now mm-hmm. to trade for Leonard Fournette. Oh, oh, yes. I like that. That that is a. Uh... His name will come up later in some of my plays. Uh, but, yeah, I like that a lot. That door, it looks like for Rojo was open for a minute, and now that Fournette is back, he's the pass-catching back for sure in that offense. Uh, you know, you, you saw him just who, – who do you want on a third and three flaring out? I'll take Fournette. He can knock a DB. He can get he's an – He's better running back. It's, it's, yeah. it's been clear all along, you know, he, 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 he got an ankle injury. Um, he's had previous ones as well. So understand the caution and the need to maybe sit for a few extra games, maybe one extra game than normal. 
Well, that's the thing is that he came back and I think a lot of people were wary, uh, including myself. I didn't start him in a league that I have him. Um, I, I believe that what we saw is going to be common game script for Mr. Leonard Fournette. You know, yeah. he's going to get six, seven targets a game. Yeah. So yep. PPR value. Yes. Yeah. Bank on those two because Tom Brady does like to dump, uh, dump off. And so I think that would be a, a great player trade for, I, you know, I'm targeting your boy. Uh, you know, he, he did make a splash last week or, you know, week six, you know, not talking week seven was just yesterday, but you know, uh, Deandre Swift is somebody who I think going down the stretch is just going to get uh, a lot of work. You know, the, the offense flows through those running backs. Matt Stafford has not been unleashed like our boy Russell Wilson has been unlimited. You know, Matt Stafford has been limited by, by Matt Patricia and the scheme that they run. They run a lot and they also, they dink and dunk to the, to the running back. So I think Swift has that every game floor, of you know 13 14 fantasy points and he's got the ceiling of 22 23 24 so that's a guy who i think i'm gonna make a move for i can't do it in our league because i'm talking to the guy who owns him and i know that you know you hear my spiel you're probably not gonna part with him but other leagues i am gonna make a push for him i think he has a lot of value the rest of the season and this is what we talked about we actually had him ranked in our rankings him and jonathan taylor cam anchors right there together and i believe you had swift Number one out of all three of those. I, uh, the way I ranked it preseason was Cam Swift Taylor. Okay. Um, but what I said was out of the backs, out of the three rookie backs, you know, outside of CEH, he was um, to me the most talented mm -hmm. uh, watching his college film. So, I mean, when I was watching him, I just thought he was the most talented out of that little trio of backs, but um, I didn't expect Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown to be playing as well as they have, especially Daryl Henderson. So um, I put acres ahead and, you know, now if we're ranking it, it looks like it's Swift Taylor acres. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking back at our rankings now and uh, I had Swift the the lowest ranked at six oh seven, and you had him at six oh two, and not not a bad call there. You know, I, I think you 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 uh, at the time we were growing the data we had, we didn't know the opportunity volume for Swift would be there. Carry on Johnson was there, uh, but I, I do I really do like him, I, and I think you know um, you know now's the time to do it. He's he's got a tough matchup this coming week versus the Colts who yeah. are, you know, top three run defense. Um, and it might be a good time to try and trade for him because the manager could potentially be looking at that and thinking, hey, I want to mitigate that guy. Yeah. Uh, and I actually think he'll have still a decent game because of the, the run defense. It's Adrian Peterson that's going to suffer in that scenario. You know, they are still splitting snaps. Yeah. And that is still a knock, you know, it's, it's carry on Johnson's out of the picture and it's like a 50, 50 timeshare in there. Yeah. But in a situation like the Colts, he's going to get targeted and he'll still, you know, probably end up, you know, his, he's starting to get to that place where he's got that nice RB four of 15 points a game, you know, uh, just yeah. because of the, the, you know, PPR points. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, who, who are you looking at 
when it comes to wide receiver? Who's in your in your trade crosshairs for the rest of the way? Okay. So we'll see uh, uh, if you can guess the third one based on this theme. This is going to be a controversial one. Okay. Okay. Um, the the wild man himself, Antonio Brown, has Ooh. has been uh, added to Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay. you know both those wide receivers, Godwin and Evans, take a hit. Yes, they both do. This is to me uh, just you know. Uh, it, it just based on instinct, mm. but also because I think his, his value is so low right now. I, I think it's worthwhile to target Mike Evans because I think you could get him on the cheap right now. I, I like that. I like that a lot. And um, I think Godwin is going to be the one that suffers more with Antonio Brown because he's going to be the one that's, you know, fitting into that, you know, area of the field that Tom's going to be looking for. Um, so, you know, it just depends on, on if he's, you know, 80% of what he's been, but if he is, I think Godwin's going to be the one that suffers. And I think Mike Evans is still going to have, you know, a lot of boomer bust weeks, but um, uh, potentially, you know, more boom than bust because he's still going to be that that just magnificent red zone target so no i i like it and i think uh, one thing to think about too is is our guy scotty miller who the last couple weeks has just been simpatico what an incredible catch dropped it in the basket only other person i was more you know super impressed with was tom Ooh, tom was back baby those passes oh were there you go uh, and, yeah. and and I, I loved it uh, so I think Scotty Miller is somebody who, you know, uh, we'll talk about later in my book. He, he uh, if he was starting for you because you needed a, an option, you know, he may no longer be. And I need to go uh, not do anything bad to my gerbils, but I own gerbils. I need to take their wheel. They're running on it. I don't even hear it. Well, that's what happens sometimes on the Millionaires podcast. We have um, with gerbils. Yeah, we're good. So uh, long story short, I, I am in charge of Cappuccino and Princess Sparkles, my daughter's gerbils that bit them or bit Adelaide when we first got them because she wanted to touch them all the time. And gerbils aren't aren't guinea pigs. They're not made to be handled. They're, they're little mice from the desert uh, in, in the Middle East. And so they, they like to run around. And we have a great relationship now. I haven't been bitten in uh, over a month. So um, it, good times. But I needed that wheel not to be spinning and disrupting our podge. So we're not, yeah, not at all. Good thinking. Not at all. All right. Sorry about that. But anyway, uh, I, I do like that pick. My my guy is somebody who is is a popular player. He's not somebody who's under the radar. So you're going to have to give up something to get him, but I think he's worth getting. And I think his touchdowns will come. More touchdowns will, will be around the corner like you saw uh, this week. And, and that's Scary Terry or F1 Terry McLaurin. He is a target hog over there in Washington. Let me let me read you his targets through the first seven games. 7, 10, 8, 14, 7, 12, 11. He's got 69 targets a game uh, so far this year in seven games. Uh, that That's 10 a game, folks. That is something that you want. You want that guy on your team. He only has two touchdowns. I bet you he gets six 
five or six touchdowns the rest of the way, getting you up at eight. You know, you want that touchdown regression, regression on that. And I really do believe in him. And Kyle Allen's getting the offense. He's starting now. He's going to get more rapport with them. I think that relationship just gets better and better. And so that's a guy I would say league winner right now. Go get him. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, any time there's a wide receiver averaging 10 targets a game, um, yeah, mm. for sure. So I, I don't know. Yeah, you, 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 you have to give up somebody juicy to get them, but. Yeah, maybe you got Herbert, and you can do a little Herbert for McLaurin. Uh, just thinking. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, what about in the tight end biz? How can someone try find some some value right now for the rest of the season at the tight end position? Okay, so uh, my running back was Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. My wide receiver was Mike Evans. Care to take a guess at who my tight end is? Cameron Brait. No. No. Oh. No. Dang it. Um, is it his lordship, lordship, the Gronk? The Gronk. Ooh. Uh, I'm all about Tampa Bay, dude. You, you're, Tampa. You're, doing, you're doing Tampa Bay Watch segment right now. You're, you're yeah. front loading yeah. our show. I'm front loading Tampa Bay, uh, New England Bay Watch for Tampa yeah. Bay. Uh, no, it's, it's, not, it's not New England Bay Watch anymore. I forgot that you get the showrunner notes. It's just Tampa Bay Watch. I'm sorry. I forgot. It, they're. You know, yeah, nobody's nobody's tuning into the New England portion of that show anymore. No, no, no. no. New England portion has been canceled. It got stidhamed or stathamed. Jason stathamed. I don't know. Something happened. Yeah, yeah Jason Statham is now their quarterback. <laughs> not not great. No, no. So, well, uh, let's continue. Who, who do you have at tight? I mean, who I have at tight end is somebody who you're not gonna. Okay find right now uh oh. playing he's not on the field so it's dallas goddard dallas goddard is probably on your ir somebody's got him and they're not using him because he is uh not available to be played and you know he's somebody who you need to have your crosshairs you're somebody he's somebody you need to get Right now, this week, before he comes back into that offense, uh, you know, Richard Rodgers, almost 15 points. So, you know, you know, we do want to change that scenario, uh, get that guy, get those points. The rest of the year, he is going to be a target machine in that offense. They don't have Zach Ertz for a while. Uh, I think he can really make a big difference in your team. will come in the playoffs as well. You know, so you, you have him. Hopefully he comes back. After week eight, I think week nine, he's eligible to come back now, but he's not ready. If he comes back week nine, ten, you've got him for the playoff push. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah I like it. I like it. Um, all right, cool, man. Let's uh, let's get into elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. Um, so one of the things, now that we're halfway through the season, as we've been doing our shows and we've been – collecting data, the elevate, mitigate, eviscerate portion has kind of been generally like, you know, over the course of the next few games, we haven't really been actually taking a look at matchups. From here on in, we are actually going to try and pick players that are fringe bench or start guys 
and make a case for why you would want to start them in the in the upcoming week. So this is Monday. Um, so we're making a case for week eight for um, you know wide receivers, tight ends, all your skill positions, defense. Um, so that's 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 how we're going to do it from here on in. So um, so that being said. Uh, do you have anyone that you would like to lead off with, uh, for the elevate portion? I, I do, you know, he's somebody who is not ranked in the top 12. And I think that's kind of how you're going to look at this. I know there, there's definitely bye weeks that are happening and things like that. But, you know, for me, I wanted to pick a candidate who, when you look at the quarterbacks, he, he's in the top 20, but maybe not the top 12. And I think this week, you know, my guy is Teddy Bridgewater uh, going up against that Falcons defense. You know, I know that that they did a pretty good job against Matt Ryan, but they don't want to throw the ball. That's not what they want to do. That's not yeah. their goal in Detroit. Their goal in Detroit is to run the football. Uh, they have a different goal in Carolina. They try to stay in games. <laughs> their defense is giving up touchdowns to the opposing teams, whether it's Drew Brees, uh, or the Oakland Raiders or whoever they're playing, the games are back and forth. So I really like Teddy this week. You saw DJ Moore burst back onto the scene. Uh, shout out Bowman big time. He called him. You know, I really do like him uh, this week. You know, he, he has a great potential to be in a game that is going to be a high implied total on the slate. So, you know, bring a little DFS knowledge into that. We'll, we'll uh, focus on uh, that a little bit later in the in the season, but that's my mindset thinking about somebody who's outside that top twelve range. Well, and that's what's cool about how we're doing it now too is that essentially our elevate guys are going to be strong DFS plays because they're going to be guys that are are their cost won't be high. You know, we're picking right. guys that are fringe that you know people aren't paying attention to as much. So. Um, and their matchups and their matchups favor them breaking right. out in, in a context of a game script that they need to pass the ball. So. Right. All right. So here's my guy um, at the QB. I am trying to get down this week. Um, I have him, I think, in at least one league. Dropped cam for him, hmm. Mr. Derek Carr. Ooh, that's yeah. a nice little sneaky play. Yes. Well, um, so Cleveland gave up 406 yards, three touchdowns to Burrow. Um, I, I expect Derek Carr, they, they're, uh, they're, you know, back third as far as uh, facing quarterbacks. So, they give up points. And one of the things that I was really interested in, in, looking at Carr was just he he is quietly having himself a impeccable season so far uh fantasy and statistically um right now care to guess who has the third best passer rating behind Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers um you know I feel like this is a setup honestly uh because if I don't say Derek Carr Go with your gut, you're going to say Derek Carr. I can't let you beat me to the punch, so I'm going to go Derek Carr. <laughs> he's got the third best pass rating, and he's got the eighth best QBR. Um, 
ninth in TDs, eight, uh, eighth in yards per game. Um, and, you know, coming off of just playing a really tough defense, um, I think this is going to be a week where he throws three TDs uh, and uh, his, his receivers eat. So, yeah. Well, Nelson Aguilar has been feasting, you know, mm-hmm. almost 24 points, 20 or 25 points last week. Another touchdown grab for him. He's quietly, I mean, don't look now, but people hate Nelson Aguilar. They, they, they trash him all the time, uh, especially on Twitter. There's a lot of hate for, for picks that don't work out places uh, in, in, you know, go somewhere else. And then people go, oh, I remember him. He sucks. Um, well, yeah, he, he did. Uh, but but he, he's not really anymore. Uh, you know, his last three games, he's had 14, 14, and then 24 fantasy points. Uh, touchdown grabs in those games. You, you, you're looking at that offense. They, they played a really good defense, and they still uh-huh. put up 20 points. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's not something to just bat an eyelash at. I mean, that, that is, you know, they stifled rugs. They, they, they choked out everybody but Waller. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs had his worst game of the season. Rebounding is in the cards. We can't think of, of players as their last performance. We have to think about their potential, meeting their next opportunity, and what that looks like defensive-wise, matchup-wise, scheme-wise. So I, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Um, that being said, uh, who I'm going to elevate this week. And I, this is somebody – Cash just keeps talking about. I talk about him a lot. I'm in love with him. Uh, I'm pairing Henry Ruggs this week with Derek Carr because I I think that this is going to be another week where he has a long touchdown. I think he's going to get – you know, I had him – I think I have him in three leagues, uh, three or four leagues. I only started him in one last week because I had to – I was that thin. Um, the rest of the leagues, I, I, I was nervous about him because of the matchup. You know, Tampa Bay is just – they got a group of corners. Mm. Um, yes, they do. And Cleveland, not so much. Uh, yeah. he, he He's facing Terrence Mitchell, Denzel Ward, and Kevin Johnson, and he's going to be mainly getting coverage from Mitchell and Johnson, their two worst corners. Oh, uh, with, with, oh I love hearing that. Yeah. So um, Cleveland right now, uh, this is based on um, week six stats. I, I, they might be even worse. They were 27th in the league. Uh, guarding wide receivers, mm. so I like I like um, I like rugs and I like Aguilar too. Um, yeah, I think they're both going to be good plays this week. No, I, I like that, and I think a lot of people are not going to uh, do that and go there. So you can differentiate yourself, differentiate yourself from people, whether it's in DFS or even in your own league. Kind of zig where people zag. Uh, I, I like that play. Uh, yeah, last week, if you if you want to get technical. Uh, AJ Brown, who we called dust a couple weeks ago, was resurrected in, in the in playing against Cleveland. Uh, this is this is the line for the Cincinnati wide receiving trio: thirty point seven four DraftKings points for Boyd, for Boyd, eighteen point eight for Higgins, fifteen point two for uh, for AJ Green, and don't forget Mike Thomas at seven point four. That is uh, uh 
70 over 70 fantasy points to the wide receiver position in in the last game i think that's a great uh matchup to target this week Re- really on it there i like that mike yep yeah um, yep. my my one of my matchups or one of my guys that, that i was thinking about the rest of the way in the offense in a different offense is in the wide receiver position though uh is is randall cobb you know he's somebody okay. who yeah, he, he's undervalued, underappreciated. He's the Cole Beasley of his team, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, he's he's leading his team in two of the last three weeks in points, you know, and you think with Will Fuller there or Cooks there busting out, but, but you know, maybe last two of the four. So I really do like Randall Cobb as a sneaky little play, a little pickup. He's not owned in all leagues right now. You can get him and, you know, talking about waiver wires later, but you might be able to pick him up off the waiver wire. If not, you know, he's somebody you could maybe get a little trade bait for. He's not that heavily valued. And I just see that offense continuing to go through uh, Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson got an uptick when when Bob got axed. I think we talked about that. And and Randall Cobb's somebody who's benefiting from it. So, uh, you know, and, and I, I don't see anything kind of changing uh, in, in this coming week, you know, and how they're going to, you know, face, uh, you know, what they normally do unless they're on a bye. And I'm just going to then jump into a, a, a river if they're on a bye next week. I got a nice uh, weekend, uh, week eight tight end for the the fantasy millionaires crowd out there uh, that I think is is going to be a juicy play this coming week, uh, and it'll, I think it'll be juicy as well in DFS. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at elevating Mr. Jimbo Graham this coming. Ooh, week. yeah, J- Jimbo, eh? Yeah, Jimbo. I like Jimbo. I think, uh, I, 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 and I also think Cole Komet is going to be a nice sneaky DFS play. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans uh, right now is one of the worst uh, at guarding tight ends in the league. Um, and if you're watching the Bears right now, their whole brand of football is ugly. Mm. You know, uh, field position football and they are going to be bringing in I think both of those guys um but I think uh I think Jimmy Graham Cracker gets gets himself uh, a TD this coming week since Foles has taken over the offense uh he has 28 targets um I don't know where he's at tonight um They've been looking a lot at Komet tonight, but um, so he's, he's averaging uh, seven targets per game um, over the last four weeks since uh, Big Dick Nick came on the scene. So, Big Dick. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm I, that's my tight end for week eight. Who, who you got? You got a tight end you want to throw in the mix? You know, uh, it, this is somebody who you know, maybe you are starting him uh, already right now, and this is kind of a no-brainer. But, you know, somebody who he wasn't a no-brainer, and I think I even told people to kind of, like, mitigate him, is Logan Thomas. You know, he's had back-to-back good weeks, and I, I think that kind of shows of, of good things to come for him. You know, he was somebody who was a sleeper coming in, and this is what happens. It's so crazy. You know, I first heard about him from from Denny Carter. And uh, he featured him in one of his uh, Patreon subscription uh, entries during his podcast, kind of talked about him a little bit. I said, oh, that's, that's an interesting flyer to take. And came out of the gate, 
had a first good game. And then he kind of suffered. His production fell off, and and people were like, oh, man, he's just dust. It's not going to work out for him. But he's rebounded, and you can kind of see in that offense there's him, and then there's Scary Terry. That's really the only options that they have. If they're not handing off the ball, Antonio Gibson, I think, is another you know fine play. But, uh, yeah, it. I think he's some – yeah, that's it. So I think, I think just the opportunity for him is going to be increasing. I'm not going to say he's going to be uh, top 10 every week, but he has the potential. And when he gets you that touchdown, he is going to get you top 10 in, in a week. So I think he's somebody who you got to put in your lineup and kind of lock him in for right now. Guess who I'm elevating as my running back? Oh, who, who might it be? Leonard Fournette. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, man, I I, I I like his matchup, and I, I like just what's going on with that offense. Um, yeah, the uh, the New England Baywatch is over. It's just Baywatch now. Um, yeah, totally so, Baywatch. Yeah. I, 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 like, I like Fournette. Uh, to be elevated. I see Bo McBig time chiming in with Edmonds. Good call. We got Drake out. That's mm-hmm. a lock and load. Uh, yeah, lock and load. You know, lock and load guy. Um, I think for, well, I, you know, I'm just picking people that I think people are, you know, uh, you know, if you're going to listen to this show and you're going to listen to what we have to say, these are people that you might be scared to do, you know, and, and, and that's how we're going to try and do it with mitigate as well. Like guys, you might, potentially start and we're going to say don't start fade them so yeah yeah no and and i I like that call i think that's a good call interestingly enough my my number one running back um to elevate was fournette so good yeah yeah fantasy millionaires consensus elevate pick for week eight good yeah yeah, I just I, I see what you see. I see the target there, the volume. Uh, he's somebody who I want. Uh, you know, uh, Bo said he won't elevate Fournette because he's still in a 50-50 at best. You know, Bo, how about this? I will rerun it against you. I think Fournette outscores Rojo this week. Uh, so in that battle, the backfield, I will go Fournette, and I'll put five on it if you want to go. You can put your little answer in the comments see if it's it's real or not because you know it's real. And and Bo knows. I beat him the last like three or four weeks in DFS head to head. He beat me week oh. one, and since then it's just been it's just been not so good. So Blow that air horn, Blow that air horn, doing it. Toot, toot, toot. Okay, so we're good on that uh, defense. This is going to be uh, who I say to elevate from here on in. Um, who's ever playing Dallas? Who's ever playing? the New England part of New England Baywatch and yeah. they're playing the Jets. So this week we got Kansas City versus the Jets, Buffalo versus New England and Philly versus Dallas. Um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take those. So it, you know it, it's it's really interesting that you you picked both of, of mine uh as well. Those were consensus for me. Um I also you know think that you know Philly going forward their defense has shown some resolve. Uh, their it's offensive been, line, yeah, yeah it, it's been terrible. Uh, the offensive line has just been so banged up. But I really do like Philly a lot. And then KC matchup, oh my gosh, you know they did to Drew Locke last week was criminal. Uh, you could see that interception coming from the broadcast booth. So I really do like KC's defense a lot going forward. You know, we, we they don't have to win by doing a shootout. You know, Patrick Mahomes had twelve points. They don't have to crush your, your your soul by scoring 50 points so yeah 
Yeah, yep. I like those. Those are those are really good calls. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't have any more. Those, those were those were my elevates. You got some mitigates. You got some friends that you know maybe you're you're not going to be going to town with this week. You know, um, I didn't have anybody that was really jumping out um, at tight end or quarterback. Um, I feel like it's all kind of like no brainer stuff. Um, I, I have a question for you about that. Okay. What do you think? I wrote down a guy here on my paper. I just said, are you worried about him? Cause he's not in the mitigate range. You're probably going to start him if you have him, but what do you think about Noah Fant? You know, coming off the injury, his production has been down. Is he a, a, a plug and play or is he matchup dependent in your mind right now? You know, I don't think that I would necessarily mitigate him yet. I, I'm going to, you know, it just depends on who who's on your team. But I think if he is, I just think that that was just not an ideal situation for him. Like they wanted him back on the field. I don't think he was 100%. And bad conditions. Yeah, it was. It's not great conditions for like ankle injuries. And <laughs> no, no. So, um, he he had some chances on balls. There were some bad throws too. So I, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not really gonna, you know, I, I I would just I would really take a look at his matchup. So um, yeah, I I didn't have anybody. I think everybody. For me, right in the in the defense, quarterback, tight end position, it, you you can just kind of look at the matchup and know. Um, I only had really two. I have one kind of hot take. Um, I don't want. I'm I'm fading Juju versus the Ravens this week. I am I, I'm I'm jumping out on a limb there, uh, and saying if you have something. Um, you know, another option. I, I, I don't, I don't think Juju does, you know, runs it back. So. No, I, I like that. I don't think he does either. Um, you know, one, one person who I wanted to bring up in the mitigate, it's not even somebody who you're going to elevate right now, but um, I think I'd rather have Zach Moss and Devin Singletary going forward for the rest of the year. Um, Zach Moss out rushed him last week. He out targeted him, got more, more passing yards. Uh, Devin Singletary has had every opportunity to have that backfield all to his own, you know, pretty much he had Frank Gore, goodness gracious. And then you had Zach Moss. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. That offense isn't going to, you know, have a, 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 a RB that does a lot, but I think I'd rather have Moss cause you got to have a running back. From Buffalo, I think it's Moss the rest of the way over Singletary. I don't like him. I think he's almost evisceratable. But you know, I, I, I he was he was featured last week in my mitigate section. Uh, he's just for whatever reason that offense uh, he he doesn't get enough touchdowns. He just he he doesn't get enough PPR points. So um, yeah, he's yeah. he's not very good. No, he's, he's, he's he's great to get you to second and eight. You know, yeah, 
Yeah, he'll he'll get you. Oh, if you are on the forty six, he'll get you to the forty eight nine. You know, yeah. either side either side of that forty nine, you can take the longer forty nine if you want, but it doesn't matter because when you get down the goal line or anywhere else, he's not the man. Yeah. Okay. Good. I think I think a hot uh, running back pickup this week is going to be uh, Gallman uh, because we don't know what's going on with Devonta Freeman's uh, injury. Um, right. I think it was his ankle. Um, uh, whether he starts or Gallman starts, those those are both of those are mitigate too because they're playing my new favorite team, Tampa Bay. So yeah. that run defense is just ridiculous. It, it is, and and this week, you know, the P Ryan, LaMichael, not Samaje. You got to know your P Ryan's, folks. If you you got to keep your eyes on your own P Ryan. That's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about LaMichael uh, here. You know, so he did get a touchdown. Looked pretty good, you know, against the Bills defense. It, it is not terrible against the run normally. Um, Old Man Gore still there again. But I think if if you're desperate, like like god awful desperate in a league, P Ryan over Gallman this week, uh, he might be somebody that you, you pick up. But all, over the long haul, Gallman might might be more valuable than P Ryan. We'll, we'll see about that. I don't like either one of those New York teams just in general at all. I just don't like them. They're not my cup of tea. Um, uh, one more guy we we might want to talk about is Jermichael Hasting. Hasty he he um. You know, has shown some flash. It's not that he is uh, in a great, uh, you know, uh, amazing player right now, but he's got opportunity. It's just him and McKinnon. Uh, you picked up Tevin Coleman in our league. That's another guy to consider in that backfield. They've yeah. been just getting ri- running through running backs this year. You know, I mean, yeah, everybody's part, part of my waiver wire group. Um, mm-hmm. But um, if he's if he's out, then uh, yeah. Michael Hasty. It just seems like who's ever back there does pretty well. The way they scheme it up, um, the Niners, they got a great coach with Shanahan. And, um, you know, he 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 had some nice runs. I mean, he had some good runs this past weekend. So um, he, he'll he be a hot waiver wire ad. And, uh, yeah, so uh, who do you want to evaporate? I, I just got one guy. Who, who well, do you evaporate? <laughs> I mean, I don't have. I have him. I do have him. I did. I had to play him last week too, just because I was desperate. Michael Gallup needs to be eviscerated. Eviscerated. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Trade him. Trade him away, Dallas. You're ruining him. Trade him to uh, Green Bay. <laughs> Green Bay has only Devonte Adams. I say only because he's still catching touchdowns. But I mean, seriously, imagine if if they had. Michael Gallup on that team. Get him out of Dallas. He's not the future there. Uh, Gave money to Amari Cooper. They just drafted CeeDee Lamb. Get your money's worth before that team. You can't showcase him anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, You got, uh, you know, Danucci? You got Danucci? Who you got? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with Dallas this year, but it's not good, man. Get rid of him. So, yeah, eviscerate him from your team. If you're in Dynasty, maybe hold and just see what happens for next year because he's a talented player. Uh, if you get, you know, cut me a second round pick, I'd take for him. But otherwise, ugh, it's not good for, for for that situation. How about you? Who are you eviscerating? Cam. Oh, Cam. So, <laughs> yeah, he's eviscerating. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take his his eye. Uh, I already eviscerated him. And yeah. uh, glad I was a week ahead. 
Um, I think that's just a, a pretty much no brainer. Um, that guy's, he, there's other people out there, man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Wentz could be out there. Derek Carr could be out there. Um, there's just a host of quarterbacks that, you know, I, I actually think Cam will get back in. Um, but that offense, it's just, it's garbage. So there's nothing he's going to be able to do. You know, maybe, maybe he has one more good game. Maybe he never plays football again. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> it doesn't look good for Cam. Oh, Cam. No, 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 no. Cam is a no-go. He's mm-hmm. out. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not good. I think that's a good, good transition there. Um, Let's so, get on that wire. Let's get it. Yeah, Let's call it up. We're, we're going I, to the wire. Baltimore. You know, who's your number one guy that you're going for this week? If you want to win now or if you want to win later, you can give a, a context either way, however your mindset leads you. Who's your guy? Who are you looking for? Well, I think Carlos Hyde's going to be the real hot ad this week. Uh, I think, you know, and I think he's worth the money if he's not rostered in your league. A lot of people have rostered him. So, um, but I think if you're in a 10 man league, he's probably available. Um, that, that to me is the, the top one. Um, I got three wide receivers and a tight end after that, but he's kind of like the no brainer. Um, yeah. Yeah, Bo mentioned Edmonds too. If he's if he's out there, that's definitely a great one to get. Um, Edmonds just looks like he's way better than Kenyon Drake. So I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I know I like that. I think Hyde is my my first pick as well. You know, I, I was I was really shocked that you know, Sterling Shepard's still around. I know I don't like him, but in in in. 60% of ESPN leagues, he's available. And then Cole Beasley's available in like 57% of leagues. Those those kind of crazy numbers. But those guys are, are probably owned in most leagues that I'm going to be in because, you know, people have brains. But anyway, um, Rashard Higgins is somebody who, yeah. you, know, it, 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 you know, I don't know if you're going to go with – if you're a Peoples fan – but I think you know Higgins is going to be getting the volume, taking over for for Odell. I think he's somebody who maybe only the Odell guy is really on right now. I think he's somebody you can pick up, and along with that in that offense is Harrison Bryant. I don't want to steal your guy if you were going to pick him up. There but- you go. We're we're three for three. <laughs> yeah, three for three. Those are all three guys that I'm. We, we didn't we didn't all we didn't cross prep by the way. The way we do it is we go through our own processes alone, and then we come together. This is like the summit. Of our yeah. process, well, so surprises for you, you know, surprises yeah, we, for each other, you know. Well, and I'm mad at myself for the Harrison Bryant call because I called him on Friday night on uh, Chase Vernon's DFS show and said you should play him, and then I was shot down subsequently by Chase and told it was an Njoku week. And then I, I just, yeah, in that moment, I, I still believe what I believe, but I just didn't really act as much on it. And I really wish I would have because it would have won me. Uh, more money since I didn't win any money uh, this week. I lost money. So Harrison Bryant is a move tight end for people who don't know what a move tight end is. He's the guy who runs the routes. He might look like he's a blocker, but he's not. He's trying to get out in open space and particularly between the linebackers and the safeties, or if the linebackers have dropped back into a zone coverage, he's going to be underneath those linebackers and pick up those hard yards that he can turn around and, and make a little run you know, to the border for I love him. He was a Doak Walker Award, folks. You, you got to know where he came from. He was a tight end of the year last year. You can't just mm-hmm. pretend like he's not a thing. And so, uh, you know, I'm never on Ninjoku. Ninjoku is is not a thing. 
he's not going to be a thing. It's going to be Harrison Bryant. That's my thought. Yeah, uh, for everything you just said, I mean, he's the guy that is is going to be more catching, you know, end zone opportunities. So, um, you know, with that, I mean, we both had uh, Higgins, um, OBJ going out, you know, poor one out again. Okay, mm. um, that's sad, man. Uh, but you know these guys, you know, they're going to have to fill in those targets and, um, you know, the red zone opportunities are going to be there for both of those guys. So, um, yeah, the Browns are putting together quietly a nice season. So five and two. Yeah. And Baker's played like trash half the season. So yeah, winning games with just like Daniel Jones stat lines, but whatever. No fancy points, nine fancy points. No. Yeah. Last week, Last week, get five touchdowns, and somebody said that was the quietest five touchdowns I've ever seen. Yeah, and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, yeah. No, that's that's good. Well, you know what? We we we've said a lot. A lot has been needed to be said. Uh, let's, let's. I got I got, I got um, two more wide receivers. Um, okay, go for it. I uh, depending on you know what's going on with um, Mr. Michael Thomas, who's just murdering everyone and just destroying. It, it, it is looking like Michael Thomas is not going to be available until week nine. You, you are going to have him for four games, you know, in your regular season, uh, five games. So, um, no, nine, 10, better, 11, 12, 13, five games. Better win them all. And you're not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like. Um, out of the people filling in in that role, we saw uh, Marquez Callaway come in, and Bo peeped us to him right before because I, I I was thinking about should I start Traquan Smith or um, uh, Christian Kirk, and he was talking to me about Callaway. I was like, who? And then there he's just been he's he's the most targeted guy. So I you know I think he's a great. He's a great week eight streamer if if um, Thomas is out. So and he sounds like he he is forever out. Well, I mean that hamstring thing. It's you know it, I, I'll bet he's out again. I'll bet he's out week eight. I don't think he's going to come back till week nine. So yeah, no. I, <laughs> I, I and then I had one more guy um, before we um, get into the rest of our. <laughs> <laughs> business. Uh, business. A bunch. Nelson Aguilar. Uh, yeah. He, sh- he needs to be rostered at this point. So Yeah, he does. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I-, I was just sorry. I was giving an update that I am now losing my matchup. 151 to 152. I'm down by a point. 1.4. I need uh, a sack, a pick six, something from the Bears to get me to a safety. Something. It's oh, not Robert looking good. Took, he's only got seven point nine points, but I'm up. I'm up by two plus. So I, I just won one of them. Now. We'll Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah. G- good time as ever to transition to the new segment we're calling Tampa Bay Watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Tampa Bay or anything about them on the show. Let me give you some reference here. Tampa Bay is a small little team that has a guy named Tom and a guy named Antonio coming on. 
and uh, they've got a guy named Mike and a guy named Chris and uh, a guy named Bruce and Leonard, a bunch of guys, you know, and apparently they want to win it all right now. Antonio Brown being signed. What is your hot take on that? What What is your flash flood? You know, uh, what, what, do you, what did you think when that happened? Were you surprised? Did you think, you know, what did you think? I just want to hear. Uh, I think my favorite tweet regarding that move was, well, if there's anybody that needed more help at wide receiver, it was definitely Tampa Bay. I mean, dude, come on. They are going to have uh, – another one I liked was like their, their 2016 or 2017 um, Madden cheat code mode or whatever it is. You know, like that – the skill positions that they have is yeah. just – it's – it's it, I mean – as long as Antonio Brown is is eighty percent of what he was, uh, I I I really do think that they're to me. Um, I don't know, man. They're they're sneaking into maybe number one in my power rankings now that Seattle lost to uh, the Cardinals. So, well, that's you know what? Our move. Here's what the coach said. This is what this is what Bruce Arians said. I'll give you a little bit of the, the coach's diction from his mouth quoting uh from the pewterreport.com i'll give a shout out to them i follow them on twitter good folks they write for the tampa they like the tampa bay news of their team you know um he said it's an insurance policy arian said when we don't have mike evans and we don't have chris godwin why not have another probo caliber player that's available and fits our cap and fits everything else so why not we've got good players but you can't have enough of them in Chicago, we had one of our top guys out there on one leg, Evans. Why not have another one of them? Uh, you know, so that makes sense. You know, I like that. That 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 does give some good logic. Uh, but but when pressed about uh, Antonio, why he's there uh, when it comes to character issues, this is what he said. He said, "You know, I think he's matured, and I believe in second chances." Arian said of Brown, "Everyone wants to say that Tom picked him." Tom didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that guy. That guy the bullshit. Hey, how you doing? My name's Bruce Arians. I'm going to be your comedian tonight. I just want to tell you, Tom had nothing to do with this. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, he gives the real backstory so you know it's true. I never uh, said I wouldn't end fracking. That's what that <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, uh, what do you think about this video? Um, yeah, he said, this is something that that, that Jason, the, the general manager, and I have talked about for weeks, ever since the injuries to our other guys, and when the time was right, would we see if we could pull the trigger and fit it into what we wanted to get done, and we'll see if Antonio does what I think and what he's going to do. He's going to be fine. Uh, you know, so there you go. Given you know Bruce Arians lying between his teeth, I do think he'll be fine. I do think it'll help his offense. I think it'll be a better team. I think he'll I keep do. his mouth shut. I think he'll be better. I think he will. I think he I went do. through a manic episode. He was a- on another planet, and I think his mania is subsiding. I'm hope- hoping he's getting a little bit of help. Uh, I- I'm-, I'm I'm all for this. It's at least drama. It's high drama on the oh, NFL. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's great. Yes. 
great. I mean, I I feel bad for Russell Wilson because I feel like that's the, like they could be the teams that meet, and you know, those were the two front runners for where he wanted to go. And I I know Russell Wilson's been pushing for him, but yeah, he never let him sleep awkward. on your couch. You should have let him sleep on your couch when he was in hard times. Like he, he I think Antonio Brown's got a straight up man crush on Tom Brady. Like I, I he was like, I want to play with Tom, dude, and so he yeah. went there. And yeah, I don't, I don't believe any of what uh, Bruce Arians is saying. I, I think uh, he's immediately, maybe, maybe this week, you know, he, he, uh, you know, he runs, you know, ten routes or something like that. But it's on from then on out. You know what I mean? And, and let's say he has some catches; they'll keep him in the game. And it's bye bye, Scotty Miller. So bye it's bye. gonna be bye it's bye. gonna be Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin Antonio and, Brown, yeah, and crazy Antonio Brown, Gronk, and Leonard Fournette, and Ronald Jones, and Cameron Bright, like it's a squad. And then you That's got Tom Brady, who just threw one of the best passes of his yeah. whole life at forty three well, years old. Yeah, and and Ian Harditz tweeted out afterwards. This this coming, you know, people saying that Tom you know, wasn't a very good quarterback. Uh, they didn't give him any weapons in New England. He didn't have a Scotty Miller. You know, his best Scotty Miller was Julian Edelman or Wes Weckler. You know, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I pronounced his name correctly. Weckler, that's mm-hmm. what I call that guy. Yeah, after he dropped that that play in the in the never mind. Uh, he yeah, he's he stinks. So yeah, now he's got good players. All his players except for Scotty Miller are taller than six foot. It's really great. You can see all of them. So mm-hmm. I, I do like Tampa Bay a lot now. They are in my my top five for sure. Bo says a little earlier he's advocating for Pittsburgh. I like them. I like them. I think they're really good. Ben worries me a little bit. He's not been – I mean, he's, he's not been terrible at all, but you think with all the production that Deontay Johnson's gotten, Claypool's gotten, that – Big Ben would be skyrocketing up there. He's not. He's not even startable, really. So uh, that's the only issue I have with Pittsburgh kind of being up number one. I, I I actually think if I'm going to do a power ranking, um, I think I'd put I would put Pittsburgh at number one for for the best team right now, and it's because of their set of weapons. And to me, to me, the difference is the coach. Out of all the best teams. They have the best coach. Tomlin is ridiculous. So I, I and and they play, they play the style of football that wins games. You know, like yeah. they got into a, 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 another little tight scrap. They figured it out. They won the game. You know, um, yeah. So and remain undefeated. So and remain and remain. I like it. Well, all, all we all we have left is three tweets. Grace. Tweet us. Ah, I'm so excited. Menage tweets. Yeah. 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 I'm very excited. So uh, I I do have my screen share option ready to go. I'm going to pull this up and uh, you tell me where I should, uh, where I should lead, sir. Uh, You can go my um, bet online one. Um, So uh, bet online. I have to say that uh, the past three weeks have been just, there's been just so many just crazy, cool 
memes that have happened on football plays. And I, if I'm Josh Norman, I just have to be so thrilled for this one I'm about to show you. Um, because he's out of the landscape now. Um, right. And now this guy's old news. Uh, this is Daniel Jones. Now this guy's old news thanks to Buda Baker because now we have all the, the DK Metcalfs. Like, like <laughs> Buda Baker is uh, – is um, Trevor Lawrence and uh, DK Metcalf is 0 and 16 Jets. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was my favorite was uh, that uh, Buda Baker was uh, Sunday and then DK Metcalf was Monday. I felt that one. I was like, oh, <laughs> there's been so many good ones. Like starting with Josh Norman. So I don't want this one to get lost in the sauce because this was just yeah. on Thursday. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, get the sound up. Um, okay. This is this is a bet online one I, I like. So, all right, let's rock it. Here we go. All right, he's running. Yeah, he's you don't taking. Have There's no sound. Where's the sound? Okay, hold on. Hold on, you gotta get the sound. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Yeah, we're gonna go back. Hold on. Yeah, I think yeah. it's my. Okay, here we go. Can you hear? Let's go now. Chuck Norris with a rifle. Watch it again. He's taking off. No one's near Daniel Jones. Cut to Chuck Norris sighting him up. Open. And he took him down at the tent. No, I love that. That's awesome. All right, that's really good. Let me let me roll up to mine. Um, mine is it's it's a little it's a little back. Um, so I'm trying to actually see which one it is because I actually thought I sent you a different one. But, um, okay. Well, we can go. We can go with this. Uh, this one right here, the Terry McLaurin tweet. I thought this was really interesting. We're gonna watch this. Let's pull this up. There's a flag down. So this is an exchange between the rookie cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys and Terry McLaurin. You're gonna watch the top part of the screen first. What happens? This is the. This is on the play before the play on the bottom of the screen happens. So let's watch. Okay. Oh, I love it when it doesn't doesn't work. Let's reload it and watch again. Okay. In the eyes of a ranger. That was that was funny. That that was <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I was I was enjoying that. All right, hold on here. He's got a man. It's McLaurin in stride. Touchdown Washington. There's a flag down back around the 30 yard line. So we're gonna watch it again. He's got a man. It's McLaurin in stride. Touchdown so it's hard to see, but at the top of the screen, Terry McLaurin gets in a shoving match with the rookie. The rookie punches him in the face. Oh, and, damn. and then the next play, Terry McLaurin goes for his bomb touchdown, runs right by the rookie. It didn't sync up super well on, on the on the, uh, the the tweeters to share, but uh, I just thought it was like an immediate street justice where you're a rookie, you talk a little smack, uh, and then you got an NFL pro coming back right at you, right in your face, have a taste, scoring a touchdown. Uh, it, it was 
just karmic justice for a rookie. Shut him up immediately. Uh, so I'm going to say that you're the winner since I laughed out loud at yours. Okay. I got a, I got a great follow-up to that, Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah, go down to NFL memes. Make sure the sound is up for this one. It's Daniel Jones again okay. uh, doing the exact same play, but this is Buffalo Wild Wings take on it. Uh, not, not their take. I'm sorry. They used Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Just okay. the, the wonderful internet wiped <laughs> <laughs> in this play. Okay. So Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Okay. And boy, boy, does it fit. Okay. Now by seven, final play for the only thing that would make this any better is overtime. They'll need a miracle to win this football game. And little signal. <laughs> You have to be here. <laughs> so he uh, he trips him. Yeah, it's the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial where they they uh the 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 bartender hears that these guys want to stay. So you know Buffalo Wild Wings has somebody you know working at the NFL in the sprinkler room, and they say, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's make let's 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 send it to overtime so we get more money. And uh, the sprinkler guy shoots out the sprinkler. And I don't remember this commercial well, but that's the commercial. They just they just subbed in the Daniel Jones play perfectly. I mean, it just goes right with it. It's it was perfect. Uh, yeah. I, I remember the one I wanted to share originally. I had already shared it with you, and that was why it wasn't a secret. Uh, I'm going to share this one. This is my favorite gender reveal party ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely shared. <laughs> I forgot. This is what I wanted to share. All right, pause it. Is people listening? Can you pause it? All right. So explain to the people what's happening here. Okay. So this is the most hilarious thing. You can make it funny just by listening. So in the, the video, there is a huge gender reveal party out in, in a rich person's front yard. There's a bunch of uh, white, rich people gathered around a boxing ring that's made up of, of string. Uh, and then there's two babies that are fighting, a boy baby and a girl baby. And the winner will be revealed as the gender of the of the parents-to-be. So the first baby came out swinging her fist around to the hype music. And then the, the boy baby came out, and they've just engaged in fisticuffs. Well, pause. So that, let, let me just share this, too. That uh, How I've already seen this video is from the Derrick Henry video where he stiff-arms Josh Norman, and Derrick Henry is – uh, me and Josh Norman is gender reveal parties. And right. <laughs> you're not, those are not just, they're, they're the worst thing in the whole planet earth ever. Uh, but this one, I, I would be front row and center to watch these two huge bubble babies battle right. it out. The boy and a girl about their, their, they have giant bubble costumes on. They're about eight feet tall they look like they can easily tip over, and they're about to punch each other in their bubble faces to see if it's a boy or a girl. Now, that's a gender reveal party yeah. I'm trying to be at. I'm going to go back, and, and we can rewind it. Yeah, start it over. Start it yeah. over. All right, the girl comes out. 
She's clapping. She comes into the ring. She starts getting hyped. Oh, she's all hyped. <laughs> getting the crowd ready to go. All right, here comes our boy. Alright, they come together. Left or right, she's got him up against the rope. Bouncing back. All the boy feels the girl right in the face, knocks her down. It's blue! (laughs) It's the boy! It's the boy! <laughs> that is the best gender reveal party ever on planet Earth by far. So he he ended up just dancing around, uh, you know, just enjoying himself, having a great time. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, I gotta say, uh, this has been a, a real fun show, real informative show. I like the transition we're having. You know, we've been moving. Each each part of the season calls for new critiques, a new lens, a new way to evaluate, and so yep. it's it's a moving target, and we will adjust. Uh, next time, most of my players will actually be playing next week. That's one thing too. I'll, I'll make sure that my guys will actually be playable. But I think still the guys I shared will will definitely be playable as well. But uh, anyway, sir, great job. You can find Mr. Mike Collins at the Ralph Macho on Twitter. You can find me. Go ahead, sorry, sir. That's where I be. That's it. That's where he dwells. The Ralph Macho. He's the Ralph Macho. He's the only Ralph Macho. Uh, You can find me at NimbleWNumbers on Twitter and also NimbleWNumbers.com. You can also find my work and Mike's work at TheFantasyMillionaires.com. Shout out to my guy in the the comments, Mr. Bo McBigTime. You can find his work at NimbleWNumbers.com. You can find him at HotBoxBatch.com. He also writes... Picante takes for podcastic. He's got stuff coming up for hammer time. He's everywhere. Check him out. Buy his sauce. Have a great week, my friend. I can't wait for week eight. It's going to be lit. Week eight coming up. See you all next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.